just as I ended up breaking down for you that Florida's economy did not join the economic decline in the first quarter, all indications are that we continue to grow really well through the second quarter, regardless of what will be with the national economy. So we are avoiding a recession here in Florida, nowhere else. All right, so about some of this economic stuff, joining us to talk about things, including the Fed's meeting, which is kicking off and will lead to another significant interest rate increase. We're joined by Eric Peterson, who is a writer and commentator for Young Voices. Eric, appreciate you uh, taking the time with us today. Good morning. Happy to be on with you. All right, so uh, first about the whole spin thing with the definition of what recession is. What do you make of that one? Yeah, I mean, certainly the last 10 times we have had uh, two consecutive quarters of negative economic growth. We have certainly called it a recession. Um, I would say we've not had a recession that looks like this in a long time. Uh, I mean, we've obviously got record inflation. Any of your listeners can tell you they see the prices coming up every day. That is really tough. Uh, but our job market remains uh, fairly strong. I was looking at the uh, early 1980s and our Unemployment rate was about double what it is right now. Um, so if anything, that should, you know, empower the Fed to really pump the brakes really hard when it comes to quantitative easing, to take money out of the money supply and really try to get inflation under control. And so with the Fed set to raise rates tomorrow yet again, there's a debate about whether they're going to go three quarters of a percent or maybe even a historic full one percent increase. What do you what do you read into this one? Yeah, um, I don't think it matters a whole lot, uh, you know, whether you get the difference. I think what will matter is over time, will the Fed have the courage of their conviction to continue to raise interest rates at a predictable rate um, until they see the inflation numbers start to get under control? Now, of course, they can't get all of inflation under control. Some of this is supply side issues, right, whether it's energy or um supply chain with China uh, or, you know, Russia or Ukraine. These are all things, you know, sort of exogenous to the Fed. Uh, but certainly um, what the Fed can control is the money supply and something uh, important for them to take uh, care of. Okay, Eric, so let's drill down on that piece a little bit because you brought up a really good point and it, it provides an opportunity for a bit of an illustration. So the how we got here for any objective and honest observers, it's pretty straightforward. We first ended up restricting U.S. energy supply and production. President Biden and his week one executive orders saw to it that took place. So that ended up uh, creating increased pressure on the energy markets, especially as our economy uh, ended up demanding more of it with the lockdown states coming out of lockdowns. You then had the passage of the American Rescue Act plan, whatever, in March of last year which ended up pumping a ton of money out into the marketplace at the same time creating artificial demand with that money. So you get the one, two, three punch of all those factors leading to what's become this historic 41-year high inflation rate. So within that realm, the issues become many from where I sit, and this plays into how significant this recession might be. On one hand, if we're not going to produce more energy, and uh, we are going to have lower prices, it seems to me the only way to get there is to have less demand. And if we have less demand, that would seem to me to be a sign of a recession because typically if the economy is growing, you're going to see a greater demand on the energy supply. So has the Biden administration essentially put itself in a position where the only way that inflation can get under control is through recession? 
Uh, it certainly looks like that might be the case. Um, that said, of course, you know, energy is a major input, but there's a lot of other supply side things that the Biden administration or, or Congress, frankly, could do to relieve some of that pressure, right? Whether it's getting more people off of the sidelines back into the workforce, whether it is uh, pursuing more trade agreements so we become less dependent on countries like China that are still having their COVID zero policies. Uh, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, energy remains a key input. And unless uh, supply increases dramatically or demand decreases, or we find a new way to generate the energy we need, uh, that is going to continue to be a real struggle uh, for the American economy. You bring up a, uh, a really good point all the way around with what you were just talking about there with the overall supply side and the demand. And to your point, Eric, about the labor market, while the unemployment rate is certainly low, it is interesting that we still have not recovered back to the level of people working that were in February of 2020 prior to the impact of the pandemic. So, uh, yeah, good, good points. Appreciate the time and the insight. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Eric Peterson, he is a commentator and writer with Young Voices. All right, so, yeah, the, the Fed hits first.